Welcome back. Episode 65 of the Young Old Heads podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tommy, aka TV Sports Cards, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Max, aka Cards Max, aka Cards Max, Taylor Swift edition. Max, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm a little perplexed by the Taylor Swift edition. Usually you hit me with a nice right hook jab, and this one I'm dazed and confused and caught off guard. But I'm doing well, as always. I've done a lot of traveling. I've done a lot of buying. I feel like card gossip has been dull lately with not many two new releases. But I'm buying at shows. I'm sending stuff to PSA. I'm making TikToks. I'm growing my mustache. And what in the world is there to complain about besides a lack of dating dating app matches? <laughs> well, uh, I guess you might, must have not been on Twitter today. But uh, Taylor Swift is at the Chiefs game rooting on Travis Kelsey. So uh, Travis Kelsey... Love- you know, marries Taylor Swift, a whole bunch of more people are going to want Travis Kelsey cards, potentially, Max. That's true. On this podcast, we love strong, emotionally healthy relationships, and I'm rooting for nothing but the best for Mr. Kelsey and Ms. Swift. Yes. Uh, the other option for this week was Cards Max, Ginter, Don't Call Me Ginter edition. Uh, Max, have you been seeing any of the polls from the new Allen & Ginter product that came out this week? I've seen some. Um, some of the autograph subjects that came to mind was a Victor Wembenyama, Allen and Ginter auto. I remember when Allen and Ginter did this for Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence as well. Didn't get much acclaim. They also did one for J.K. Dobbins when he was a rookie. But last I checked, there is a Wemby auto ending tonight that is currently at $1,500. Might be the first sale. I'm not sure. That's cool. Um, Sarah Langs, who does baseball Twitter, not baseball card Twitter, baseball Twitter. She has an autograph in the set. I think that's a cool card. And there was one. Oh, and, uh, Hoodie Allen also has autographs in the set and Hoodie Allen collects flips, flips predominantly basketball cards. He had a card with a black border that was written in gold ink free tickets for life. Uh, I was disappointed that someone commented, oh, this is Black Border. This is probably in Ginter X. And he's like, oh, no, this is an Allen and Ginter. And I think that is an error on uh, Steven's part, on Hoodie Allen's part. It's probably in Ginter X. I'm tempted. I'm not even a Hoodie Allen fan. I just think uh, it's a lo- once-in-a-lifetime type of win if you do get that free tickets for life card. Do you know how many girls I can wheel to Hoodie Allen concerts for life with that one card? That's that is a premium that cannot be monetarily spent. So may or may not be a chase for Allen and Ginter X, and those are the three autograph subjects that came to mind most. Uh, I do. We are obviously historically fans of the inscription, and I love a little thing. I mean, if you're a super old head, Hoodie Allen is kind of like a, a pop rap star, low level. Uh, big fans mostly female fans i would i would guess um dominantly women yes uh but i there's a little baby autographs if you're more into the hard little different hip-hop trap hip-hop not Um, me not you uh yeah i feel like the the wemby it's like all right it seems like he's not gonna have rookie autos in nba uniforms though that's it seems like he has an exclusive with fanatics have you heard much about that max I think he has an exclusive with Fanatics. Speaking of that, I know they did the draw for the first ever card Victor signed this past weekend. Tops held an event. Wembenyama was there. They had this big, huge slab of plastic encapsulation covering 
the Victor Wembanyama Bowman University green autograph, serial numbered 01 out of 99. That was this weekend. I have no idea who won it. I don't really care, but that's kind of cool. It seems like the guy who won it is like not on social media, which I think is good. And then obviously Jeff Wilson like attacked this man to get a picture with him afterwards. And the guy yeah. looks like really uncomfortable taking a picture with Jeff Wilson. So you got to respect that sort of behavior. Yeah, I'm respectfully still distracted by the hoodie Allen free tickets for life because that just means on limited dates that girls are always going to say yes to. Wait, didn't didn't you meet him at a at a bleaker trade night? I I didn't know who he was, but I did meet him at a bleaker bleaker trade night. So that, that's what I mean. Like he like he legitimately loves likes cards. And Max Max so knows famous that. rappers. I don't know about multiple famous rappers, but I I said hi to him once, and he said hi back, and we had a fun little encounter. Does he follow? He doesn't follow Cards Max on Twitter. Um, I I mean I don't want to just seem like a name dropper. I guess uh, we follow each other on Card Instagram. Like he has his card account that that I follow. He follows. He has oh. no idea who I am, but that was a fun. Oh no, he has some idea, but like you know what I mean. What's his uh What's his card Instagram? I believe it's Hoodies Cards. That's pretty cool. Doesn't Drake have a card Instagram or is that fake? Uh, I don't know if Drake has a card Instagram. Yeah, do you have any famous cards. people that follow cards, Max, on Twitter or Instagram, other than Hoodie Allen? Do I know famous people that collect cards? No, no. Do you have famous people who follow you? I don't think so. I don't think I'm that big of a deal. I don't know. You have, you know, you never know who's going to pop in. Do you know our? Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm just a collector. I'm just a true collector with a really suave mustache. Exactly. You look like someone who would enjoy Allen and Ginter, though. That's what you look like right now. I enjoy rarity and obscure stuff. I, you're going to hate me for saying this. I think non-sports, like, I'm a nerd, I guess. Like, I think that word has some weird, you know, connotations. But, like, non-sport heads are the biggest fucking nerds on the planet. <laughs> and they all go to Allen and Ginter. And I just view non-sports collectors as people who think they're culturally superior to us, not to our sport-enjoying peons. And... Allen Ginter is always a humbling time for them because most of the, like there's like 3% of the cards in there that are actually cool for non-sport heads. And then all these other comedians and chefs, no one cares about at all. They're worth less than these, less than Vidal Brujan second year cards in the dollar bin. <laughs> yeah. And then tops is a thing where they usually shoot about like they, their average on getting the non-sport people is about like an average MLB hitter getting on base uh it's not not exactly it's not like not even steph curry from three levels it's like i don't know robinson cano late in his career type of levels of hits so yeah but robinson cano has a sneaky amount of home runs for a second baseman and that's why they get him on the autograph sheet yeah and he has a bunch of steroid history well uh i'll do a deep deep dive on the checklist see if i'm gonna get anything but yeah, uh, it seems like just another year of Ginter, nothing too crazy. I do like to, you know, I feel like that's like one of Michael Rubin's things is he supposedly be bringing to the hobby is like more celebrity interaction with hobby. So, I mean, if there's ever a set for him to to be getting the hype, the hype uh, autograph signers and stuff for it would be would be Ginter. But do you remember the Ginter code? No, we talked about that at a previous episode. You love the rip cards, though. You're not you're not going to be chasing yeah, any rips. That made me think. I still have to find my PSA eight encapsulated Wander Franco rip card. I don't think it was a double rip. I think it was a single rip. And part of the reason I wanted to encapsulate that was because I 
most strip cards are condition sensitive. I thought I had a shot at 10, but it being a top rookie at the time would have made it significant, at least in my eyes. I thought it would have been pretty cool. But uh, Wander Franco, both as a human being and baseball card-wise, is worthless. So I don't have a need to preserve the card in a collectible encapsulation, and maybe I get to rip what's inside and find out if I struck gold. However, I have to locate that card. The classic. Somewhere, somewhere in my card closet. People would remember your night, t- or 2018 rip card that you had like six months ago that you you actually ripped a rare Mac Cards Max rip session. I think that was a full calendar year ago because I got that at one of the Philly shows. It was either September or March or something like that. Well, we're eight minutes in and we haven't talked about the card show that you were at this weekend. Uh, yes. What the, were you up to, Max? So I decided on Tuesday of this past week, I'm doing it. I booked a flight on Frontier for 6 a.m. leaving from Tampa to Philadelphia International Airport and flying out at 6 p.m. from Philadelphia International Airport to Tampa. I was at the show for approximately five and a half hours. I spent about $7,300 during that time. I bought a lot of cool cards. I was under the gun a little bit because I only had such a little time. I went in on Friday and Friday only. I figured staying in hotels and everything like that, which is at expenses, it's a $80 Uber. The Uber was more expensive than my flight there on my Airbus. Um, a lot of people give Frontier a bad rep. My comment on that is that the flight is fine. I am someone who is not high maintenance. I'm able to sleep on the flight. I'm able to, I got to get some more muscles so I can get on those unlimited dates provided by Hoodie Allen. But I'm a skinny guy right now. I can fit into the chairs fine. But the biggest problem on these Airbuses is the people. You have loud crying babies. Uh, You get people that are crying and missing funerals and all these other shebangs. It just makes it a rambunctious flight on this Airbus. And if look, if you keep like, I get it. If you want to fly to your lavish vacation and you don't want to take Frontier, I get it. But I'm on the road. I'm on the dirt. I got to get to from my house to Philadelphia. I had an in and out trip. I had left my house at 3.30 a.m. I arrived in my comfortable bed at 10.30 p.m. And it was all in a day's work. That is unreal. Uh, who? So you took you Ubered from the airport in Philly to I the show was, and back? I had the appreciation of being able to be picked up by our next guest on the Young Olds Heads podcast, Saratoga Slabs. Uh, Mr. Alex M. was able to pick me up from the airport and drop me off at the Philly Convention Center. Uh, that cocksucker was not able to p- drive me back to the airport, but it's a fine. At least being able to see me on one way, that helped a lot. But no, the Philadelphia Convention Center, the Great Expo Center, whatever it's called, is like 40 minutes away from the airport. So it does make it problematic. It's a little far. Uh, you... it, was, it, was a, it was like a $78 Uber one way. Do you... My was $69. So you, you said you spent over $7,000 at the show. That's correct. Uh, what do you buy? I'm interested. What did I buy? I have two cards here. It's funny. As soon as I do that like late night tweet of like I'm done with vintage, I just start buying vintage again. Um, one card in my hand. PSA 4, 1956, Mickey Mantle. Um, relatively well-centered. You can see my screen browser. Not that I have any nefarious things on my tab, but you can see that it's relatively well-centered. It has a very slight three really sharp corners. I paid strong on this. I thought it looked great for the grade. I'm a simple guy. From that same dealer, 
I bought this Rube Waddell PSA 3 T206. Finally good to have another T206 in my hands. I love the centering. I didn't love the corners. That's just my genuine reaction. Very nice looking three. Tommy, do you know much about Rube Waddell? Uh, Cubs, Cubs pitcher? Uh, Philadelphia Athletics, I mm. believe. Or St. Louis Americans, something like that. I thought he was Philadelphia Athletics. He was a pitcher uh, though, right? Yeah, I think he has the AL all-time record for strikeouts. He struck out a lot of people. He was distracted by puppies and fire trucks and would leave and chase them mid-game. He There's so many different crazy stories with Rube Waddell, and I hope I just painted a little bit of a teaser with the puppies and the fire trucks. But oh, one of the most I, fascinating beings to ever play baseball, and you should read up. Okay. I'm like sure people, I'm sure people can read up on him on their own time. But yeah, like people say that, you know, some people were dropped on their head as a baby. Some people had their heads dribbled like a basketball, and Mr. Waddell was the latter. But really fascinating story. Yeah. And he struck out a lot of people. Struck out a lot mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame, but interesting as a person. So getting his T206 portrait was very, very cool. Should I talk about more pickups I bought? Can you what 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 are you like? All right, T two oh six, PSA three, that's a pretty high grade in my head for a T two oh six. What Oh yeah, well, how much do you think I paid for this? Like twelve. Oh, what do you think this is worth? I was gonna say like twelve hundred. Like I think it does like the comps are like six to seven hundred for like normal copies. So he's like a mid Hall of Famer in that set. Mid, you know, because there's a lot of there's like the low end Hall of Famers that no one cares about. Um, should I talk about more, Tommy? Yeah. Well, well how much was the mantle? I don't. Wait, by when you I say you're paying full, strong, what does that mean? I paid like full comp, if not like a little bit higher on the mantle. Like these normally, like I think they normally do like 18, 1800 or something like that. And I'm like, yep, this is a good copy. I will pay that. Like you can't, you can't pay be cute. You can't try to be the low ball or McGee, whatever. Even though it's fun to be sometimes, but on good cards, you pay strong if you want to be able to walk home with them. And I went, I. Flew myself to Philly in order to buy cards. I did not fly to Philly to window shop. Um, you'll get a kick out of this. Um, our next guest, Saratoga Slabs, gave me a LeBron James to Dwayne Wade back to LeBron James alley oop. He knows that I am fancying Independence Day parallels that are serial numbered 17 out of 76. He spotted one at a table for me of Fernando Tatis Jr. from 2023 Tops. The sticker at $40. I scooped it for $25. The card already sold for $90. Hell yeah. I know I saw that on your t- I saw that on the timeline. I was shocked that it was labeled on the front 17 out of 76 and it sat sat around for so long. Yeah, but from a good dealer that I know, I'm I don't know what made him sticker at $40, but I got it at $40. And I I I'm a sucker for the 17 out of 76s. I owned a judge last year. It was like sniped at like at my full bin at $99 during all rise mania. I was like, Oh, maybe I listed this too. So I don't know. Um, it is Bowman buying season. I bought a gold PSA 10 Bowman Chrome auto of Luis Angel Cunha. If I can move it now, great. If I move it in March, also great. I bought a national Conve- sports convention, Bowman Chrome red auto of Brady house PSA 10. That's also a cool card. I also like bought some cards today too. Like I spent nearly four grand at a smaller show today, despite arriving at 1230 when the show closes at two. I had my piano lesson at 10 a.m. today, which was great. I practiced pictures of exhibition, none of this week, but the piece is becoming phenomenal. 
I will play it for the podcast at some point, maybe, probably not. But I had my piano lesson. I drove to this show an hour away. I'm like, man, I'm going to this local show. I'm going to get there at 1230. I'm not going to buy anything. Wrong. I spent like four grand. I'm a very happy camper. And I'm going to be a happier camper once I sell all of it. What a... Wait, what's your what's your ambitions with piano these days, Max? Are you what what's the goal? Um, I am working on like a 30 minute long piece entitled Pictures at an Exhibition by Modest Mikorski. It is about his friends' paintings, and it's supposed to figuratively take the picture of you're walking at an art gallery and you're walking from painting to painting, and there are 10 paintings, and there's like three to four minutes on each one from a piano standpoint. It's a very complex Russian romantic era piece that I am in love with and that I've been putting hours upon hours in. That's sick. Um, we we got to at least, can, is there going to be some sort of recording of you doing this? When uh, Maybe like like home recording. I have no idea, but it's going to be great. And I'm putting a lot of time. I've been working on this for several months. And Modest Mikorski does not have any cardboard. Oh, damn. I was going to ask that. And then is there any like famous athletes who are big people? Pianists, pianists. No, there are no big athlete pianists. Pianists. Well, sad. Uh, wait. But I played piano for my entire life. It's great. I love the instrument. Before, uh, before I ask you about the rest of the pickups that you had, uh, can you give the people the lowdown on the shit one, the shit Holmgren one hundred and one that I alleyed you to? Yeah. So, just for some context, Tommy previously alleyed me the Wander Franco opening day autograph. And that's out of 10. I bought it for about $225 at the national. We thought, oh man, big card. Thanks, Tommy. You know, I think I covered his lunch the next day, both out of appreciating his hospitality for me and having me sleep on his air mattress during the Chicago national show. But as well as just, I'm like, Tommy felt bad about it. I'm like, Hey, you're going to make me profit on that wander. So it's cool. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I didn't make a profit on that. So uh, yeah, I'll take lunch. Thanks, Max said something like that. But uh, I sent that card to PSA for grading. Uh, we find out in, in between that uh, non-politically correct way of me saying this, but uh, Wander had a history of diddling kids. And that means Wander is bad, ethically terrible. Cardboard prices deserve to go down. But I was a, eh, the opposite of a beneficiary of that, a maleficiary of that. And that card is definitely, I'm definitely going to be underwater on that failed alley-oop by Tommy. But... I find in my DMs the other day on a Hive Cards sequentially numbered thread on Twitter that someone was happy about their Chet Holmgren, my house, one of one, black. And Tommy sends it to me. I'm like, I'm pouncing on this. And his post, he's like, yeah, this is worth 600-ish. And I'm like, 400? And he's like, 500? And I'm like, 450? And he says, it has a ding on it. And so I'm like, so 450? Deal set match. He's priority boxes it to me. I was one sleepy man the day before the Philly card show. It arrives to me the day before I go to Philly. It's 12.23 a.m. I have, no, I think it's like 11 a.m. It felt like 12.23 a.m., but it was 12 to 11 p.m. I'm like, I got to get these three cards listed that I had. It's like they just have to get listed so that if they're not listed, no one can buy them. So I listed the card, flew to Philly, get a message once i land on philly from ebay from a gentleman who says hey your ebay global shipping is on but i'm trying to buy this and i'm from south korea and it says you don't ship there and i'm like oh don't you worry 
I can make it so it can ship to South Korea. I enable USPS first international class shipping. And my gentleman for South Korea buys it now at $2,499.99 plus $35 shipping. Fuck yes, Max. Let's go. That's a huge flip. Massive flip. Yeah, that covers a few Chipotle burritos. Um, I got to figure out what more stupid cards I'm buying in the meantime. Uh, because I bought, so I guess like, so that guy pulled that shit though, I think from like a blaster or something. Yeah. Something crazy like that. Yeah. So I guess like my, what I flipped, I mean, I netted like 2,100 and change, but I mean, the sticker price is equivalent to these two cards pretty much. I think this is like 2,500 in cards essentially. I think I made a, yeah, I think I paid like 2,500 or something like that for these two combined. And well, I got that out of profit of 1,500 from that. So Yeah. But from South Korea of all places, this is why I'm big. You got to list everywhere. You got to list eBay, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, MySlabs. You never know where your buyer is going to come from. I would have never been able to find my rare Shet Holmgren one-of-one collector in South Korea if I didn't list it on eBay and have promoted ads on. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It was just like some dude in a Hive card. Shout out Hive. I think he does some cool shit. Uh, Shout out. Shout out Rescinded. Anti, I guess Max sends the shout out. Well, it's my shout out to give. But uh, yeah, fuck me. No, I'll go fuck myself. I literally saw it on on the the thread, and I was like, "Well, Max, Max has been buying a bunch of home grin cards. Like maybe he wants this one. Like six hundred seems pretty cheap for." I've been hearing Max talk about what he's buying these cracked ice autos for for the last two months. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, granted, like it's partly specifically because like my house is a relatively coveted insert otherwise it would just be like a generic insert chat which probably like probably would have been like closer to a thousand and not 2500 but like I, it takes a little bit of ball knowing with basketball cards you know that like people like the my houses yeah. i know a little ball and they, they like the one-on-ones uh did you i saw that you have a psa submission going out this mo- this week max uh yeah. you want to give the people a lowdown on what you, what's in that submission yeah, I made another like cute, silly little silly goose TikTok, which is great. I love doing my TikToks. Tommy, did you watch the TikTok? Uh, you know, I liked it. Uh, I saw some radiating rookies. I think I saw the orange uh, Gunner Henderson tops chrome that you talked about last week. Saw some Mike Trout US one seventy fives, which I feel like are in every single submission that you ever have to PSA. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. Um, I think the two biggest cards that I had in that was a Jalen Hurts red zone autograph, which was cracked from a PSA nine. And I sent that express along with a first off the line, gold shimmer Benedict Matherin out of 10. And that also went to express because I don't think I would have been able to sneak it lower and not get upcharged. I think both of them have shots of tens. So it'd be cool if I go two for two with that. Um, some of the other highlights, I had a Gunnar Henderson and Jordan Walker tops Chrome Oranges, which is kind of neat. Yeah, I think you hit some of the main ones. I had some Kabooms. I had the LeBron James Kaboom. I had a Matherin Kaboom. I'm really liking Matherin a lot. I like Chet a lot. I like Powell. I like pretty much every one of the top six draft picks from this year, minus Jeremy Sochan, and then like plus Jalen Williams are like guys that I like. But I only like them until preseason because then they can start sucking. Yeah, you like them in the theoretical sense when when, every, when everyone is scoring 30 points a game in theory. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe I do have a man crush on Josh Kitty. 
but that's like full hetero. Like I don't. Yeah, we'll we'll follow up on that once the games start. But uh, mm-hmm. what's the idea with the baseball cards? Like, are you? This is an interesting time in the sports world, you know, when you have the 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 equinox of all the sports. Uh, what do you feel like? It's like baseball. Is anything hot going into the postseason? I know you. You said that you're not in on the MVP buyback this year because there's too much uncertainty in who's going to win. Yeah, like, I just, I don't like gam. I mean, I like being stupid and silly and fun with money, but I don't really like traditional gambling just because I know on the inside I'm a little compulsive and that I enjoy being a little bit of an addict. But apropos of that, I like taking the educated plus EV gambles. I have my friend who... He tells me all about sports betting, how he does plus EV bets. And I'm like, dude, I just don't buy it. But with sports cards, I do buy it and I buy it too much. So with baseball, my thinking is that some of it's going to be in the pro season, that some players can catch fire. I'm probably going to get these cards back in October, or probably November at this point in truth, and or maybe later. And that I'm trying most like cards are weird. Like people that are ripping Topps Chrome are getting Jordan Walker, Anthony Volpe, um, Adley Rutgersman, Gunnar Henderson, and all these players are good or can be good or whatever, but it doesn't matter that Jordan Walker and Anthony Volpe absolutely suck. It matters that people think that they can be good. That's really the biggest lesson I learned. I learned it with Sam. I mean, I knew it before, but like it was indicative with Sam Howell, who I had, sorry, sports analysis moment. I have Daniel Jones and Sam Howell in fantasy. And I think Daniel Jones scored three points and Sam Howell was in the negatives. And I started Sam Howell. So ouch for me, but I learned with Sam Howell or excuse me, rather Sam Howell exhibits this, that you don't have to like the player in order to make money off them. And I was always hot and cold on Sam Howell. Um, I've already talked about how he played Wake Forest. And now my Wake Forest quarterback is at Notre Dame and blah, blah, blah. But Sam Howell, I made some money off him. That's great. I don't have to like him to make money off him. I think Jordan Walker and Anthony Volpe have demonstrated that they're horrendous baseball players. But people are still going to be buying them in the offseason until the next RC card logo crop comes. And that's just how it is. And so I I can get these cards back in the offseason. If I time the buy right after the product releases, I could be okay. Or I could be underwater. Like I fully aware aware that there are some cards that can't be underwater on. But the goal is to avoid that. So your, your idea with the baseball cards right now is you're buying these guys who are, who are young, who might have not had like the best years, but are going to be guys that people could are going to be picking as like, oh, this guy could be a breakout star next year. Oh, it's not even youngness. Like I'll still buy Yoshida because people want Yoshida. I don't know anything about Masahiro Yoshida. I know that he's on the Red Sox. I know that he hits some home runs. I know that he's in the rookie of the year running, but... I don't think there's any chance that he's going to be good in the hobby long term, but he's good right now. And that's going to stay until March. And my thinking, like I, in this PSA submission, I don't think there's a single football card I sent because I don't want to play the game gambling with Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell and Trevor Lawrence. I'm so glad I moved my gold contenders auto before this week when Sam Howell really started stinking, but I'm still buying basketball. I think I can still ride out the first month or so of basketball. I don't really want to leave basketball right now because basketball cards are so high end. And that means I have to go that or football. And I don't know, but I'm sticking with basketball for now. I think opening tip tip off is in late October. So I should have some time either way. And I don't think the bottom is going to fall out yet. And maybe that's December. I don't know, but 
basketball is not nearly as volatile as NFL QBs. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I feel like basketball hit like a floor and now it's kind of just like establishing the new the new normal there. And yeah, you got 30 days until basketball season starts. Uh, I think the entire GDP of Chicagoland has dropped about 50% since the bear season started because of how many guys were hoarding Justin Fields cards in this area and how much of a dip that those cards have probably taken. Um, so another good lesson to just be safe. Yeah. And the good thing with basketball, it's gradually over time. It isn't as much of a one game shock. And then it lasts in for seven days. And also I, I, I genuinely do believe in the talent. Like that's part of the game of, buying panel cards and buying check cards that you're at least riding it up. And then if it falls, it falls a little bit and it's not going to crater, but sometimes in football it does crater, but I don't know. All I know is that if I get a 10, I double my money. And then with some market fluctuations of 10, 20%, I'm still not making money. If I get my 10, um, I had a fun little Twitter post about a, um, I almost said Wayne Gretzky about a Connor McDavid card that I bought Originally, as a PSA 9 back in June, June 21st, I bought this PSA 9 Young Guns 2015, number 201, Connor McDavid, PSA 9. It was like a 400 cert, so I knew it was graded around COVID. Bought it for 1025 sent it in the PSA, value plus, got a 9, minus $40. I'm like, oh, well, this card has like no corner whiting. I don't understand this. This card is really nice. Sent it again, got upcharged $150, PSA 10. Card is now worth $3,000. Common max win. I have to put my figurative food on the family. I got the figurative bills to pay. And I have to be a cardboard millionaire that takes lots of women on Hoodie Island dates with his free tickets. Sign up in the link in my description. DM me on Twitter if interested. Max is not getting paid by tops right now to pump Alan and Ginter, but that is what he's doing. And I gotta rip a case, man. It's gonna I be love, in the box. I love the uh the happy cards, Max, we got this week. I feel like we got a lot of wins this week. Sometimes I got, we got I got, some losses. I got some wins. Uh I don't think I had too many losses. And I oh yeah, you want to know a loss? I bought a I bought a Josh Giddy downtown on eBay about last week. I, Tommy, did I tell you about this already? I think I told you, but I don't think I put uh, it. On. I, I heard something in the group chat about yeah. there being a Giddy that was damaged. Yeah, I bought a Josh Giddy downtown, and on the on the scan, there was no damage. There was nothing written in the description. It was from a major auction house on eBay. I think it was just like probably like an oversight. I'm not blaming them. Passes authenticity guarantee. And this Josh Giddy downtown, of which I now own three of, by the way, maybe hoarding, maybe super collecting, maybe man crush, whatever it may be, it has a giant gash in the card, like PSA four level gash, like a huge deep scratch in the card that goes down the entire center of the front. And this isn't like me be like, I'm fine getting PSA eights. I'm like, I'm okay with a PSA eight. Like it sucks. But like I'm okay getting a raw card from eBay and it's like a PSA 8. And it's like, that's just life. That's the game you play. I didn't sign up for a PSA 4. I, it was a $1,000 card. And I'm fighting with the – and eBay authenticity said, hey, it's near mint. We're good to go. And I'm like, nah, no way, Jose. I'm not just going to light $1,000 on fire just because of like that's how the game works. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um We'll have to follow up on that next week to see if you got it resolved. Did uh 
There's a couple cards, though, that you haven't talked about that I saw on the timeline from Philly. Um, okay. You bought a couple Albert Pujols autos. What was the deal with those? Oh, they were just cheap little, fun little Albert Pujols autos. Um, I threw them in my PSA order. They were 2012-1983 mini-framed autographs. Uh, to my research in the PSA population, there's never been a card of them graded for Albert Pujols, and they are sequentially numbered out of 25. So they're definitely cool. I thought they were cool, at least. Maybe I'll get a 10. I don't know. I thought they were cool. So I just wanted to know what the deal is with that. How how much did you get those for? I don't even know. What is it a Pujols auto on card? Go I, don't, you... I don't know. I got them, I got them for enough. enough. Wink, nod. I, bought, I got that I got that Chet Holmgren one-of-one for enough, too. <laughs> what uh catch my drift and then we had a cards max collects moment in philly and you i can't believe it's taken us 33 minutes to get to it yeah i bought another psa 10 glaber torres red ink autograph and like i thought it was pretty cool i already owned one i bought it for like 400 at the national i bought this one for like 200 dollars I don't know if I now am just hoarding all the red ink PSA 10 Glaber autos, but it was at a reasonable price. I was in a rush ready to get into my Uber. So I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. I'll take it for 200, which I don't like doing because those are expenses and expenses. Yeah, those that's just money down the train. And I don't really know. It was an impulse buy, but it was a fun one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I even really it was it was a very fair deal. I'm not knocking that, but I don't like spending on myself. I like spending on my gorgeous dates at Hoodie Allen concerts. Well, now you have two of them though, so maybe you can you maybe you can sell one in the future. Maybe. Um, I also, um, to quote my favorite, I think you should leave skit. I have doubles. I also have doubles of the Glaber Torres Red Ink, and I have doubles of the Bryce Harper Topps Chrome autograph. Tommy, did he get that or no? Did he get that? Top, Topps drift? Chrome. I know. I know the skit. The yeah. tops. You mean tops? Yeah, I mean tops. I said tops. You said Topps Chrome Autograph. Yeah, Topps Chrome Autograph Blue of Bryce Harper. Oh, you have two of those? I thought you were talking about the SP. Oh, I bought one today. I bought oh, one shit. today. Yeah. So now I have a PSA 10 and I have a BGS 9.5 just so that I can leave one in the garage and that I can drive on the me in the open road. And if it gets scratches, it's cool. I got another one in the garage. Amazing, amazing. All right, Max, it's time for eBay Buys of the Week. eBay Buys um, of the Week. Do you what want me am I to go doing? first? You, I've been on a lot of talking. You can go first. All right, sounds good. I uh, I bought a big basketball card. Um, I sold some stuff on Twitter this week to help partially fund this. I uh, I had seen it on eBay and it had about nine watchers. Uh, it was I spent a hundred and seventy one dollars total on this card. Uh, it's a twenty twelve, totally certified Clay Thompson gold out of twenty five PSA nine. Um, I like guessing price. I just said the price. You just weren't paying attention. But in life, I had to. I it was. I was sitting on the couch. It was Friday night. I was sitting on the couch with my girlfriend Abby, and I was just staring at this card. And it's like too many watchers. I love this set. Um, totally certified. The early years are totally certified, and like the early 2010s, like have some pretty sweet looking cards. If you haven't checked them out. Um, the gold out of 25 just looks super nice with with the card. I just I was thinking I have a bunch of cards I kind of needed to sell or like 
was like how to have in a box that's like oh i can sell these cards if i need to i've just been lazy so i was like all right i'm gonna buy this and it's gonna motivate me to sell these other cards that i have um but it's also just a sweet card that i wanted to have so hyped about that that's uh, after what'd you say it's a card for a guy like you fancy yeah seriously yeah, like you, you rummage and this is like an it's almost as much as the labor tour as red ink i know dude i i hadn't uh spent that much money on a card in like six months uh, i know it's been a while uh i bought a card max i bought a 2014 i bought a cards max <laughs> i bought a card on ebay that was uh actually labeled as someone had sent it to psa can you answer this question for me actually um they sent it with this label that they tried to submit it. You're gonna, it's backwards, obviously, for you, but it says yeah. miscut. Say Clay Thompson, sorry. Yeah. Clay Thompson 2014, totally certified blue, I think out of like 149. Uh, it says miscut. What does that mean? Uh, that like the border, like it might have the border of like another card on it, or like they really like they miscut, like when they're on the factory sheets, like they missed the slice on that one. I know, but why don't they just grade it? Why don't they encapsulate it? Uh, there's size dimensions, things like there's like, oh, is the card trimmed? Other things like that. That was a very amateur response of it by me. But So it's like questionably could have been trimmed maybe? Not questionably, but like I think they usually for, for vintage, they slab miscuts sometimes. Yeah, well, I got that for $8. That was nice. Uh -huh. I bought a Stephen Kwan blue refractor out of 150 from 2023 Topps Chrome for 349. Rookie cost, that's good. Yeah, for five dollars for the blue out of 150, I was happy about. Um, it's kind of it. I bought a Nolan Arenado rookie cup 2014 red hot foil for nine dollars shipped. Hmm. Not a not a crazy crazy week actually. You know Tyler Rogers, the submarine pitcher for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't. No, yeah. Anyway, well, he got an insert in like series two, I think, which is rare for a relief pitcher to get an insert, but it's like because it's like a uh, significant stat. Statistic oh my lord, this is a podcast. Sorry for butchering yeah. that. Significant statistics insert from series two. Um, it's because his four seam rises fifty three point two inches. I just thought it was a cool card. I got that the black parallel out of two ninety nine for ninety nine cents. 99 cents shipping classic collector card right there um but that's kind of my week on ebay splurged i gotta sell some stuff on ebay this week too so i'll report back on that later um but what else is up with you max what did you bought a ton you spent what you have claimed to say is eleven thousand dollars at shows this weekend so yes. what money was left over for ebay buying um i bought i guess i think i bought five cards this week um, I'll start from like most boring to progressively cooler, I guess, even though none of them are that cool. Bought a Paolo Benchero rated rookie Donruss choice auto. I've talked about that card like 20 million times. I bought another one raw. So that's fun. I then bought a PSA 9 Erling Holland Sapphire rookie, rookie-ish because it has the rookie logo, but it was done after his rookie season. But PSA 9 The Crack, I bought one of those as well. I've owned several of them. Um, I then bought a Benedict Matherin Courtside Zebra from this year's Select. Bought it for about 600 bucks, Hoping for the best that this one's uh, squeaky clean. And it's like the third time. And now going to be the fourth time I say Benedict Matherin's name on this podcast. For those keeping track at home. 
I then bought a Chet Holmgren Blue Ice Prism. I don't know if I own one of these already, but this one was like a little damaged. And I'm going to be ethical and disclose the damage. Not bad. But the, I think there's some other raw sales that are higher. So it might just be an eBay to eBay flip. I'm not sure. But a Blue Ice Chet, those are always sweet. And then the last buy, which I think was the most interesting, was a 2018 Bowman's Best Blue Refractor Shohei Otani PSA 10. Um, interesting for a few reasons. One, I bought a PSA 9 of this card last month in August for $1,000. I won this one at auction for $842 and $18 shipping. So that's part one of why it's interesting. Part two is uh, one of my friends, uh, Corleone's Cards on Instagram. Great guy. Great cards. Great guy. He got this card back from PSA. I slid up. I'm like, he's at $1,250. i am like, what do you do, 1000 He's like, can do 11.5. And I'm like, nope, I'm doing a thousand. He's like, hey, love you, love you back, but I can't, can't do a thousand. I'm like, okay. He sent this card to Probstein, and I was the winner. I didn't tell him that yet, but I won the card for 842. So I won this one. I won this round. So I guess I'm just DCAing my way down on these Johei Otani Blue Bowman's Bests out of 150s because I bought the PSA 9 for a thousand dollars in early August. And now I bought the PSA 10 for under that. I uh, I love that you throw and I love yous into your into your chats. Your you know they are just laced with other words rather than I love you. I'm a very personable and uh, great interpersonal skills type of guy, which is why I'd be great on a date to a Hoodie Allen concert if there's any lady collectors listening. Um, like Max. Real quick before we sign off, did you have any weird interactions with sell with dealers in Philly or your your show that you went to today? Today, honestly, no weird no weird interactions. Like, damn it! God damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, like everyone was cordial. Most of the, some of the dealers I knew, some of them I didn't. No one. Oh, I guess if you want to know something a little funny, um, the Luis Angel. This is not a remark on the dealer. The dealer was very nice. But the Luis Angel Acuna Gold Bowman Chrome Auto, which is a PSA 10, um, the buyer sent it to friend of the podcast, Certified Sports Cards, for prep. I think it was previously PSA 9. And he gemmed the card. And then I bought it as a 10. Obviously not knowing that that would be the situation. But I bought a card that Certified Sports Cards prepped, which is a little silly. I love when that happens. Uh, yeah. Do you have any parting words, Max, for the people this week? Be the musician you wish to be in the world. And can we please get Laura Golden into Allen and Ginter next year? No, no. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not on the board of tops or anything. Maybe next year once you have all your Hoodie Allen tickets. Once I have every Hoodie Allen ticket. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. I